day job. Let's go. Look at me, Damien. The black is dying. Yes, you Son of a bitch. Late job, ep- you know, episode whatever. 25. 25 round two after technical yeah, difficulties. Yeah, technical difficulty at the top there. I'll listen to it back. Maybe I'll keep it in, but nah. Whatever. It's not a big deal. It won't, it won't matter. Technical difficulties, whatever. This is Blade Job, episode 25. I think. We can now... Is it, I mean, is it confirmed or 25? Can we rent a car? Mm-hmm. Can, this, can this episode... Can this podcast officially rent a car? Um, Although, why yeah, would you it can. That? It's Tony. Holy shit! I, have you ever rented a car, by the way? Yeah, a couple times. Really? Have you? Sure. Because I know in Michigan, you got to be twenty-five to do it. Yeah, I, I got repairs done on my car and rented a car. Oh yeah. And then I went out west a couple years ago, rented a car. Been twenty-five for a couple years. Well, it's funny you say out west. You mean like out of the state? Because yeah, obviously the, states have different laws for you know running a car, so you know you, you might not need to be twenty five to run a car in you know Vegas or something like that. But I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I rented a car in in California and drove it to Seattle. Holy shit! Yeah, that sounds like a good trip. I wish I was there for that. What the fuck? Why didn't you invite me? I don't know. I feel like it was right after I got out of college. I feel oh. like I didn't know you that well. I went with my was pre pre blade job. Pre blade job. What does it matter? Those are dark ages anyway. Yeah. But we're back. How you, how you, how you, it feels it, like it's been a long time, but it hasn't been that long. Of a time. It has been a long time. How you, how you been, man? You, Good. You know, no I, I know you moved. Moved. To a studio. Studio. Oh, we now have a true studio to record in. Oh, my God. Unless it's too echoey or something. Yeah, it probably will be. It's all hardwood, but who cares? I like hardwood's nice, although I like the carpet, because you can lay on it. If you feel like too drunk, or if you just like tell you can lay on the carpet, and you're like, this is how I want to... That's true. Although I have this recliner I'm sitting in, which is where I spend my bed most almost of my time. didn't my uh, my bed almost didn't fit up. Oh the shit! Staircase, a couch didn't fit up the sca- staircase, so I had to I'll tell you what though. Speaking of that, home. I I have convinced myself after moving in here. I said to myself, you know what? Next time I move, I'm going to pay someone to do it for me because you can do U-Haul. You can pay them. It's not even expensive at all. Just to have someone come in. Pack it all up, move it, and unpack it. And I'm just going to do that. I'd be I, scared to have someone pack my shit. I mean, I, I wouldn't care. Mind. What do I, I have to do here? I have I some know. nice books. But that's about it. Really. I moved a lot. And then I helped Brent move, my old roommate. Oh, yeah. And he had a lot of heavy shit. Because I moved here this all by myself, and I was like, this sucks. I mean, I just I hate the moving process so freaking much. I hate it more than anything. I'm still not done. My still thinking one that's the thing. final you, trip. You think you're done. You're like, oh, no, I'm not done yet. Then you, you you get that done. You're like, okay, I'm obviously done now. Nope, it's this, 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 and this still. And then I'm hardly unpacked. Yeah. Well, I, in my closet, I have a whole suitcase full of clothes I never unpacked. I'm never going to. I just want to grab from it. My closet's just my work clothes, and that's it. Wow. My sweaty, sweaty work clothes, and that's it. So... Well, we're back, and the next episode we'll probably record in the new studio yeah. apartment. Inaugural. Eric, last time I saw you, we were giving predictions on WrestleMania. That's right. We can did you give a double-header episode. Can you give us a quick rundown on the, on the results of that? Because yeah. Because I didn't watch WrestleMania. I watched NXT TakeOver. That was a lot of fun. Did not do WrestleMania. Yeah, TakeOver was great. Mania was good. The predictions I predicted were right. Iconics won the tag team belt. Um... That was pretty hype. Um, real quick, Seth Rollins beat Brock Lesnar. That was pretty crazy at the top of the show. Kofi Kingston beat Daniel Bryan, kind of to no surprise. And then Becky Lynch um, 
beat Charlotte and Ronda. It was kind of a WrestleMania where everything that you expected to happen, I feel like, happened. It sounds like most of the Oscars the past few years. Yeah, it kind of feels like that, where it's just like... boring. It's it's like a weird... I don't know. I don't really like that. I wish that there would have been more unexpected stuff, personally. Like, I, I, I don't like... Like, I get that people, like, have their favorites and stuff, and the fans... You want to have some sort of underdog or some yeah. sort of drama happen in these things, you know? You can't and just have like it all with you. Wrestling's like a, you know, worked sport. You know, it's, it's, it's. I feel like it's, it's, it's long term sport. Yeah, but it's like, it's like they could, it's not actual competition, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like to just kind of pander to internet fans or fans who are being the loudest at the moment seems kind of weak to me if that makes sense sure so but it was a good show i mean it was long but it was okay i mean i just hung out with ryan and ate a fuck ton of chinese ryan's doing well seems to be doing okay he's not you know we miss him we miss him but what are you gonna do (laughs) that's life you know yeah i've um i haven't been as exciting as you i'm just waiting for endgame well, I've been moving, so it's not that exciting. True. And I've been fucking living without Wi-Fi, so it's not that exciting either. Well, I'm if there's watching. any time to be without Wi-Fi, it's the week before Endgame, so... Yeah, I'm well, going you on. know, I'm probably going to get it spoiled because I don't... I mean, I guess I'd see it in the theater. I don't know. If you want to see it for like a second or third time, if you like it that much... I'll I mean, just, I'll be seeing it at least four times. I'll just so. see it with you. I don't know. I'm not a huge... I'm not, I saw Infinity War like five times, so... Could I see Endgame without seeing Captain Marvel? Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, she's in Endgame, but... Like, does I it mean, matter if I haven't seen that? If, if, I'm probably not going to see If you know who she is, then you probably don't need to see the movie. I mean, nah. I recommend it anyway, but I mean, I'm a you know a fanboy, so whatever. I, mean, I but thought I... Yeah, but then, you I don't know, think you need to see it. it. Is it a coincidence that Captain Marvel and Shazam came out at the same time? No, in fact, do you know what Shazam's name Captain, is? Yeah, the original yeah. Captain Marvel. Yeah, um, a coincidence, yes. <laughs> Weird, yes, as well. But, yeah. But anyways, enough works. with the superhero talk. Yeah, I will have plenty more. I'll have plenty more of that next week when I fucking next time when we talk about yeah. when I'm still high from seeing Endgame. So that's on Friday. So I have to go off the grid Thursday night so I don't get spoiled for that. So, yeah. Uh, in the meantime... We got a couple of things to talk about today. Ooh, We're going to be talking about one movie called Strange Behavior, 1981, directed by Michael Laughlin, aka Dead Kids. Yeah, it just odd to me. I don't know why. Is the movie? We watched it on Shutter. It's streaming on Shutter right now. Yeah, this was kind of like a thrown. We no, we didn't really. We kind of just showed up and did this episode today. We just picked like literally a random movie off Shutter. One that and, we hadn't seen. We, I mean, yeah, we both neither of us of. had seen this. But why is it called Strange Behavior on like IMDb, but then it's called Dead Kids? Uh, why is like half the movies we cover called like, yeah. five different things? I like, don't know, dude. Blood Rage was... I think Blood Rage had like a few different names. It was like Welcome Home or like Homecoming and then like Blood Rage. Then it was like yeah. Blood Dinner. I don't yeah, get I it don't at know. all. So we'll be talking about that briefly. Um, Eric, what, what's up with the... Uh... And then, you know, we meant to... Well, I guess it's still, you know, we're still in the spirit of the 420 holiday. You know, it's, it's 423. We're not recording on 420, but, you know, it's close enough. So I thought we'd cover the two greatest stoners in wrestling history. Uh, we're going to watch classic ECW, Sabu, Rob Van Dam. 
stretcher match. And Steve, this could be your favorite wrestling match we've seen in a while because Taking your word it's got it, a bitch. lot of high flying shit. Not necessarily. So this also, I mean, I know we usually cover the bloody shit, but you know, this isn't that bloody. I wanted to cover something with Rob Van Dam and Sabu, and they're more high flying shit. Like, there's a ton of bloody Sabu matches I could have picked, but to get them both together in this stretcher match uh, is pretty great. So, we're going to be watching. I'm that. excited to see it because it's not bloody, but you think it's going to be my favorite. So, I'm interested in seeing yeah. why that is. Yeah. And, and, I'll, and I'll talk about some other famous stoners of wrestling when we get there 102,000 people have viewed this video so i mean i imagine it's probably pretty popular yeah it's pretty good. so um so okay well, let's just dive right in here just let's talk about uh, strange it's called strange behavior it's called strange kids dead behavior mm-hmm. <laughs> um from 1981 which is you know I, uh, me personally i feel like the earlier we get in the 80s the less i care for the movies a lot i mean i just i don't know what it See, is i don't know i mean personally they're more homemade if that makes any sense it doesn't. But this movie know. had pretty good production. We'll get into it. But Wow. We're compared to some stuff, I mean... <laughs> I don't think I agree. It was, it's better than Hospital Massacre. Sure. It's better than Night to Dismember. It's better... I think it's on par with... Well, a lobotomy is better than... A, you're always yeah, better than... I think a, it's on par with, like, Blood Rage, though. Okay. Which, I don't know. I would put it on par with, like, um, Terror Train. Yeah, Terror Train. And see, like, honestly, I think, I mean, personally, my favorite era of horror is the 70s. Really? Yeah. I don't know why you haven't told me that all this time. We could have been watching more 70s shit, so. Because there's not a ton of super bloody 70s shit. That's kind of why. Yeah. Unless you get into, like, the Italian exploitive shit. Yeah, like, but I think that the 70s have the scariest horror movies. And I do like seeing where some of the gore evolved from. Seeing some of that early gore of the 70s. Sounds like but for Cinco de Mayo, next week, next episode, we're going we're going old school. That's right. Look forward to we're, that. We might be going... Hold on. I'm going to look it up right now. I'm not going to say the movie, but I'm going to tell you the date. While you're doing that, I'm going to read the very, very, very long IMDb 69. plot. We're going back to 69. Nice. Very long IMDb plot for this movie. A scientist is experimenting with teenagers and turning them into murderers. Yeah. There's also an actual very long that I'm not going to read. Um, but, I mean, that's pretty much the gist of it. So, makes, I'm going to stick right there with that one. So, this movie's directed by Michael Laughlin, who does not do a whole lot. He's more of a writer. Well, okay. I read somewhere that he tried to do a, like, strange... Like, it was... He attempted he, to do a thing called, like, a, the Strange Trilogy. Yeah, he. this was supposed to be... This movie, Strange Behavior, was intended to be the first of a trilogy of movies. He did Strange Behavior in 81. 83, he wrote Strange Invaders. And then the third one is called... Well, it hasn't been made yet, yeah, so no so one I don't knows. think he finished his idea, but kind of a, you know... I, I like a person with vision, you know? Like, yeah. Even if it doesn't quite come together, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, right? he got two of the three, which is pretty good. More than most people get. I mean, it's only, what, 30-something years past the second one? He's still got time to make that last one, so... Yeah. Well, somebody just... You know, they just made the sequel to Slime City. Oh, yeah. So... You know, it's it never happen. never too late. It's never friend. too late, especially for cult movies when they get rediscovered. This movie's written by Bill Condon. You, you might say that name sounds familiar, and I say, yeah, it's pretty familiar. A couple of movies Bill Condon has written and directed. Well, you know what? I'm going to hit directed instead. A couple of movies he's directed are way back in the day here. Things that are important. Let's see. 
Candyman, Farewell to the Flesh. Didn't know that. Gods Whoa. and Monsters, Kinsey. Like Candyman 2? Yeah. Dream Girls, uh, The Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn, Part 1. He wrote and all And Part 2. He directed these. The Fifth Estate. With that's the um with with Benedict Cumberbatch as uh, the Julian Assange. Oh, Mr. Holmes with with uh, Ian McKellen or that's not, that's not his name actually. Yeah, hundred percent is Beauty and the Beast, the live action remake, and he's got a movie coming out this year called The Good Liar. So, so the, he's like a legit like he's big a Hollywood boy, Hollywood yeah. boy. Yeah, Bill Condon. He's a the very first thing he ever wrote was Strange Behavior. Which I dig is, it. Uh, yeah. It's a pretty like. I will say, like, you know, you maybe, the greatest the, showman? maybe the production and shit's not up there, but I mean, I don't know. The story is definitely unique for a slasher movie. So, I guess we can talk about that right now. Um, yeah, yeah. so overall, this is a, I, I would call this mid-tier Blade Job. You know, this is yeah. the Captain Marvel of, uh, of Blade Job. Well, I don't um, know what that reference means. This is the I, I consider Captain Marvel to be good mid tier Marvel. Oh, like it's, it's like it's an Doctor Ant Strange, Ant Man, exactly. This is mid tier Blade job. Um, to echo what you just said, I agree. The production, I think, the production value in this movie is terrible. I think it sounds terrible. Yeah, but you say terrible. It's shot you, you poorly. Say, you, you throw terrible around quite a bit. Damn right I do. Well, I mean, it's kind of inherent with this genre. Yeah, but I mean, I think it's I mean, like it just like is. it looks like a seventies movie. That was shot in eighty one. Yeah, but that's fine. I mean, like it looks like it looks like it's no better than like a movie like The Blues Brothers to me. Oh, see, I have to disagree with you there. The like, it's audio just like, was really, really bad. The audio was terrible. I mean, you saw all the freaking voiceover work. All the the, the voiceover work was bad. Why? But that was because they that? were shooting. I, we can get into that later because I. Do you think, know what that means? It means that it's not good. It means that yeah, it's but I think not it's because right. they were doing the. <laughs> The whole reveal at the end. Did you see the credits at the end? Yeah, there were two different guys. I saw playing it. two different characters. Yeah, or was it one voice? I don't know. It's not good. I mean, even with that, it's just I just don't think it was shot. It wasn't. There was nothing exciting, nothing interesting about how it was shot. Well, no, but there really shouldn't be other than the but gore. I guess my main problem is the sound. I think this sound was just really bad. I just think that there's a lot of times oh. when you cannot hear what they're they're freaking saying. Oh, it's almost like they have a microphone like in like a potted plant, then they walk away, and then you can't hear them talk at all. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Um. So well, my main uh... my main issue is the sound personally. Okay. Acting is shitty, but I mean, again, some of these are kind of par and parcel yeah, with this genre. Just, yeah, I think it's just like which doesn't mean that it's not bad. I mean, just because it's kind of it's just because it's dollars to donuts, what you get with this with this genre doesn't mean that it's not good. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm not going to give it a pass just because of that. I mean, like, I would consider, I mean, I have to run behind the legs of my beloved street trash. I mean, that was uh, better sound. I mean, that was made. That was I would call that a way much more competently made movie than this. Okay. You know. I guess in my mind, it's all the same. That's why I'm here, <laughs> but, man. That's why I'm here. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's like all just like, <laughs> uh, like old graininess to me i don't know which to me is i mean yeah it's it is old and grainy for sure but not in a good way not in an endearing way i think it's 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 a detriment to the maybe movie, it's so. because i've literally just been watching like vhs quality movies it's in your for, blood yeah for a, for a, a month now like straight with nothing else so i'm just used to literally just like the tracking just going out mid-movie <laughs> just like <laughs> i don't know if that's a good or bad like, thing and the voice is going like i don't that. know if that's a good or a bad way to live uh, it's okay. i don't know it's, inter- it's just a more interesting way to live but um so yeah so okay shitty uh sound and 
poor filmmaking yeah, all around but aside. To be <clears throat> I do like that. You're right. There is a little bit. This is a more elevated horror. Now, I, yeah, I, I, would I you think call this a the, horror movie? I don't think so. <laughs> I, mean, I would say you could call it like a sci-fi movie. It is a mix. Well, I mean, just I mean, you're right. Even, even uh, what's it called? IMDb has it labeled as. Um, give me a second here. Give me a second here. Science second fiction here. thriller. One of many. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm here. I am like saying all this shit. So IMDb has it labeled as horror mystery sci-fi thriller. Yeah, I would say it's almost like a science fiction, but it's got like a it little more very, gore than your typical '80s sci-fi movie. It wasn't as gory as I was hoping it would be. Not as gory as I was hoping, but gorier than. Than it needed to be like you sure, could have done this sure. movie without all that gore and it still probably would have been like i think that this is one of the movies where i think the script prop like it was a very interesting story at least like, it was it was more interesting than i, than I would expect i think yeah. because of those sci-fi elements yeah, by the way we're drinking uh, labat blue today oh, labat sure. blue light um which is you know that, that was eric's idea he shout out that. to our canadian listeners yeah um, having this fucking garbage beer uh oh. by the way my name is steve carly i'm the host with my man eric marshak oh. here i know that i forget that a lot i don't i don't know if i really need to do it or not but i just you know, I'm you're usually it pretty good about it you're us- you've been good about doing it at the top lately so. Right. so until now until today until, today. until i but it was we had the technical so. difficulty at the beginning so it's, yeah we were all a little frazzled yeah but no like this is kind of like uh the the sci-fi element like because this it, it kind of starts like a slasher like a typical slasher. Yeah, it's absolutely a typical slasher. I mean, I don't know how badly we need to dive into scene by scene here or plot. I mean, the plot's pretty much it speaks for no, itself. Yeah, I mean, but it, it does start with like a you're right, though. masked killer or like not a ma- It's not even really a it masked is. killer. I mean, it's a, ma- it's a he's masked a mass killer. I mean, it, but it, you know it, his identity. I was gonna say by that you mean this. You know, when you yeah. say masked killer, you mean like a whodunit kind of like right. who is it? Sure, but he's yeah, like sure. stabbing. He's like knife killings. Like within the first probably twenty really minutes. really poorly done knife killings. Yeah. Well, the first one was the, well, the first one's done off camera. It's done. It's done. It's done on a shadow. You see the shadow, yeah. um, and it's just terrible. But whatever. Um, the second one we made up for it though. So like, I mean, just yeah. to briefly touch on it. I mean, yeah, we can touch on like some of the gore that comes because there's only really a few. There's only maybe like four or five real instances of gore in the movie. But um, but yeah, it starts with, like just typical '80s slasher, mm-hmm. like teens. Uh, one teen gets killed. And Hence the te- the dead kids. Yeah, dead so kids. So there you go. Figured it out. I figured out the twist. <laughs> and then, um, That's what they meant by dead kids. You know, it goes to like the classic high school party. Which is a really weird party, I think. Because, I mean... I thought it was kind of fun. Well, I, hey, I mean, weird, it can be fun. I That's mean, that true. was a weird... It was almost like a flash mob. At one point, the camera... You know, at one point, it kind of reminds you of... Like, we were talking about John Waters doing Hairspray. It almost seemed like a, like a scene from Hairspray. Where they're all dancing in sync. It's kind yeah. of like a flash mob kind of situation. Um, it's, it's it sounds like a fun party. I kind of wish we were there for yeah. that. Yeah. It's kind of... The, and that's kind of a theme throughout the movie is, like... Um, even though... It doesn't, even though it is an 80s movie, I feel like it does, like, uh, pay homage to, a like, the, an older style of, like, a 50s type let me, let me ask you this. Let me be a wet blanket here. Does it pay homage to that, or is it just not good at establishing its own set, setting? No, I think it does in the sense that, like, like, um... Just like how you have like all those like eighties, not not eighties, fifties like alien crashes in small town America, and sure. like I just think it just kind of plays on that trope of like small town cop trying to figure out like the alien invader. 
I, I think that it kind of it's it's not really a parody of it, but it seems like it kind of is aware of that genre and is kind of trying to um to do something with it, modernize it maybe. I wish I could see that the way that you did because I just saw a lot of like there's just no I, I'm just saying it's, it it really just took the formula of the 50s alien from space movie and plopped it into like an 80s slasher. That's what I would describe it as. Yeah, um, I like I, I guess about, I wish like, it was more focused on that then because it didn't really seem like it was trying to do that. It seemed like it was just kind of lacking yeah. originality in that way. Well, it's, it's just it's more like the, you know, when I say that I mean it's more like the small town cop trying to figure something out. Sci-fi element um twist kind of at the end. Like that's just like a very kind of classic well that's the kind of crutch with 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 the whole idea of genre movies like right you know it, it is a sci-fi element in a slasher my question is like is that intentional or is it just does not know what the hell it wants to be you I know th- i don't know i don't I really think answer that, that question. it's kind i don't know i think that it's kind of an homage but i don't know we might be on different ends of the spectrum here because i just i just to me it just it was if it if it was if it wanted to do that i feel like it could have done it a lot more it could have focused and lent, lent into that more as opposed to how it was i think it was more meandering in that sense but yeah i don't know I th- and plus i thought i read that on like wikipedia that it was like intended to do that but i could be wrong maybe you edit it yourself maybe you edited the wikipedia i actually went to wikipedia and said hey to, this to form to shape your agenda said uh what's his name peter peter lachlan peter, michael laughlin michael laughlin yeah. you know wanted to maybe Lori laughlin's dad who knows rest in peace Lori laughlin's career oh no by the way so I, I was reading the trivia as i do for every movie that i watch yeah. on imdb and one tickled my fancy i kind of had a scoff to it i know i read this too earlier um it says right here though the film is set in this in suburban illinois the production couldn't find any quote unquote authentic looking locales for a small american town so the production was moved to new zealand which seems to me like what the hell uh, we're in small town America, but we can't find any authentic. It's like going to it's like going to Taco Bell. It's oh. you know, it's like going to like Taco Bell to look for Americanized Mexican food, not finding it. So you go to like Peru. Yeah, it makes no sense to me. Yeah, I mean it's like, and I don't even think some of like the exterior like streets and stuff looked like small town America. It, if you're trying to find small town like- America. Why would you go to the exact opposite of small town America? Have you been to New Zealand? I know you haven't. I don't know why I'm asking. I have Neither not. Have I, you? I have not. I would, I, I would I fucking. I would love to go get me a little kiwi bird. My point is, New Zealand is absolutely 100 percent not small town America. No. And uh, the fact that the, I mean, what you just said, you just said that I nothing in New there Zealand looked was like mainly it. desert. But I, maybe I'm wrong. It's, I think it's a lot. picture Lord of the Rings. That's all in New Zealand. Oh, so. okay. I guess I'm Literally. thinking of like Mad Max, which is actually Australia. Yeah. And if there's any Australian New, Zealand's New Zealand different. listeners, I'm apologize for confusing Kiwi culture is different than Aussie culture. Yeah, I learned that when I went out west because there's like, a lot of both, and they got pissed if you said, "Are you from Australia?" I wish like, God, fuck them. I wish I could say I'm from Australia. Or actually, I would rather be. They thought they thought me and my brother were Canadian. Canadian, yeah, that's not that's not, that's not bad. Because yeah, they thought we had. Cause they said like our Midwestern accents sounded like Canadians, it's as opposed how, to all the like Texans that they were hanging out with. Well, yeah, it's weird how we like apparently have an accent. I know, like we're from Michigan, so we have that kind of like we say fur. What can I do for you? Other yeah. than that, I don't. It doesn't seem like we have an accent, but apparently we do. So. Apparently, we're really nasally. Are we? I can see that. I can. I feel, I feel like I can be a little nasally. Yeah. So, like, congested back to, up here for sure. Well, it's, it's it's all that nice. It's all that northern. We're so close to the poles, yeah, we you just know. Got such, yeah. We're so close to Canada. Um. So what you just said, you you just said that you didn't really think that 
it was very small town America in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Which just proves that they fucked up. <laughs> I mean, they well, were looking I mean, for small town America in New Zealand. Well, clearly it didn't work out too well for them. Well, I mean, yeah, like the actual shots didn't look small town. And I agree with you. I, mean, I agree with you. Clearly, like, when I think of how everybody knew each other, police station's literally one guy. Who's the, who you wouldn't even know he's a cop because he wears nothing indica- indicative of actually being a cop. He wears like a white t-shirt. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, let's get into that. Of, like the, the main character, his his is, uh, is Peter, yeah. his son, and I think his name's John. I believe is the is the cop e- and father. Yes. Continue. Um. And so yeah, so the story kind of revolves. Yeah, like, John Brady. Yeah, so the story kind of revolves around John and his father, and um, they're in like small town. Like John's looking to go to college, doesn't have enough money. So to he pay starts, for what, like the like the exams to get into college? Yeah, or he's like, like that. trying to pay for exams to get into college. So he starts going to these like science experiments for money. And Who normally operate on like rats and yeah, um, and, and they're they, doing for, like human tests. For instance, they use like a chicken as an example yeah. for mind control for a chicken. And he goes to this weird college where there's like there's like this doctor who apparently has died, but he like recorded like hours of lecture on tape and he's like playing this is like a room where people are just sitting and there's just like a videotape of a lecture going it's, it's on kind of like kind of like, like the doctor and uh captain america uh, winter soldier i know you wouldn't know yeah i mean i've seen that i don't even know what you're talking about when they're when they go in the basement and then because he's from the first captain america in the 40s oh, okay, and then he's sure. like you know but that's the same it's a similar idea but, yeah yeah um, but so yeah, so he's like giving these uh, lectures, like almost like weirdly from beyond the grave, because he's like dead. Um, and then Peter um, and his buddy are volunteering to do these tests. And we should note that we, as the audience, know that his buddy is the killer. He's that just we see in the first teams. couple couple minutes of the movie. It's funny you mention it because I, I, during the movie, I'm like, why why is he doing this? But it makes right. sense that he was obviously at one point um, doing these trials, right? And those us brainwashed. To so start you know, kids. so you kind of know that like the friends killed like a couple people right off the bat, um, and then he talks his fr- he talks Peter into going to the trials. So. Now you're kind of thinking like, oh, maybe there's something up with the trials. And as we see, like, yeah, there's something definitely fucking up with the trials. Um, and then from there, it kind of like becomes kind of just like a a mystery almost, where it's just like you're starting to see the experiments take place. Um, I guess, and they're I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Doing some I feel stuff like it's to just... Peter. But then, well, like, like, I guess it's the opposite. I don't know why I'm saying that. It's the opposite of straightforward. It just it's a, it's very ambiguous. Yeah, and then it, and then it gets way, to though. another point where like, um, I, you 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 he like, it gets to like the next big gore scene, which is the fucking kid in the bathtub. I mean, all the, the gore chick. scenes are just the murders that happen because yeah. of this brainwashing. I mean, now, from what you know, I guess you were wrong. Or you, we, we realized that you were mistaken about because yeah. the kid in the bathtub we thought was the kid, was Peter's friend who was murdering yeah. originally, but that was somebody else with his hands missing. Oh, yeah, because he was killed by some other um, rotund woman who... Uh, yeah. I was, again, same idea. She was um, uh, brainwashed 
part by the same trials. Yeah. Do we ever have any setup for her? Or she just no. You just go just okay. This is some random she's chick brainwashed. Yeah. And she's brainwashed. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. And I love how the cop, like, I love how she's just described as like fat girl. Mm-hmm. And the, it was a different time. Yeah, the cops just like, what have you been doing to the? Do you have any fat girls here? Like, he literally just yells that, like, is because he just knows that it's like a bigger girl. I think it was all his only clue, even, and he just even busts fat. into the. She wasn't even fat, really. I mean, <laughs> she, that wasn't skinny, but she wasn't really well, fat. Yeah, she's, she's, she's she wasn't obese by any means. She was like maybe obese by nineteen eighty one standards. Sure, that's true. You know, Everyone I don't was know. skinny there. It's a, it's a different born time. Too late. It's a different time. <laughs> born too late, damn it. But, um, but yeah, so um, that's probably, I would say, the goriest scene of the movie. Yeah, is, I mean, otherwise um, it's just a simple. I mean, it's just throat stabbings, and that's yeah. pretty much it. I mean, and, and I mean, and. Oh, there's a butt. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a butt. Peter's butt within the first, like, 10 well, seconds. Well, because. That's the I, only nudity in the movie. I feel like there's a there's like so the very beginning of the movie is like very much strange behavior, literally. Very because, much. Like Peter's butt ass naked in the bathroom with his dad. His dad's just what, brushing his teeth or something like He's that. Like, yeah, dad brushing his teeth. Peter with his little Peter out. Mm-hmm. And he's petered out with his Peter out. Yeah. Um, and it's you think to yourself that's that's strange behavior. Yeah. And then um. Then his he, dad's clipping his toenails like at the kitchen table with a donut right next to his foot. And you're like, like that's, that's very that that's that strange. too is strange behavior. That is like for really sure. strange and just disgusting behavior. I my problem is like I feel like that was maybe intentional, but then it just that was the only after that the strange behavior became I guess more on the nose. I thought it was going to turn into a John Waters film. I wish when he was started eating fucking toenails and shit, but he didn't. Then. Toenail donuts. Yeah, but that that would have been crazy. No, I mean after after that that opening scene of very strange behavior, it doesn't. I mean, like I said, the strange behavior becomes murdering and not just like mm-hmm. being naked with your dad. Um, yeah, I didn't care for. That. I kind of wish it was like weird like that, like a John Waters movie. But John Waters movies are not just weird; they're just you know they're shocking, shocking, disgusting for shock's sake, and it works. So. It does work. I mean, you know old John, John seen... Waters is like really old. You know like he's older, like, older than you think he is. So he's like he does his he has his birthday every year in Detroit. Do you know about this? No. He does a birthday. He has a birthday party down in uh, Mexican Town, um, at Al Club. He's been doing it for the past two, two or three years. Really? He does like a private dinner. I think it's like a fifty dollar ticket. You can go and you get like a couple course dinner. And he's I think there's only like forty or fifty seat uh, tickets available. You just get like a dinner at like you get a dinner with John Waters in Detroit, um, and I think he might screen a movie afterwards. And there's usually a band. I had no well, idea. The, like after the dinner, like it gets open, it opens to the public. But I had no idea. Yeah, he's like a huge advocate. Oh, his birthday! John Waters' birthday was yesterday. Yeah, because I think the <laughs> party was either yesterday or it's this weekend. Damn, he just turned seventy three, so he's an old dude. But yeah. he's doing good, I think. Last movie he made was uh, a low or dirty shame. Well, I guess I he made know. like a like a kid version, and I mean that by mean like kids acted out the movie. Oh, and that wasn't like twenty. That was like many many years ago. So, well, he's probably doing okay. He's kind of one of those guys too, who I feel like is, doesn't care about like well the, because the well, money he's a, behind filmmaking. I mean, he he's just a wants goddamn to make lunatic. Weird so. movies. He's an actual lunatic, and I mean that endearingly in a good way. He's yeah. a lunatic. But no, like sadly, he. I kind of wish he would have had like a, 
you know, like a script doctor of this movie and would have done something. Well, that's just crazy. What, what made me sad is that you have this weird, like, you know, almost surreal opening and then it yeah. doesn't, it doesn't, you know, continue with that. Like, I want to know why is this guy naked? Is that an eighties and early eighties thing? It's very possible. True. It's very possible. It could that be. That is true. It could just be a very much a product of its time. Cause he is like, we're, I'm going to assume he's like a 17 year old, 18 year old uh, man. Yeah. With his dong out in front of his father, who is like a 40 to 50 year old man. Peter's Pecker, man. Hanging out. But, um, no, I think I forgot to mention, too, that, you know, another point, and I didn't really realize this until the very end of the film with the dialogue um, with the doctor, is that the the experiments, they're all um, killing people who were involved in the experiments like um like like Waldo he was the son of like somebody who was involved who was a scientist at the university too so it's like all the people who are connected to the doctor they're like kids are the ones getting killed off i did not know hence that the dead now. kids yeah it was like in like the monologue kind of at the end with the doctor in the and uh, what was his name um, John. John is his name, yes. So, like, at the end of that, you kind of get, like, this, um, you get the whole picture, which I guess we, we, have we touched on all the kills? I mean, there's, like I said, there's, they're not particularly interesting. It's just, uh, throat stabs, you know, yeah. one girl, uh, she tries to drown her, but does not fail, does not succeed. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The bathtub one's probably the best, like, gore effect, I would say. With the yeah, limbless, because he like severs the hand and all that. Yeah, all the hand, the hands cut off, and the bathtub's just filled with blood and gore. Um, do you remember if there were anything else like gore? Like, I guess like that syringe in the eye. I mean, it was kind of a cheesy effect, but that was. Yeah, some I mean, effects. at one point the, they the kind wrist of slits. Full of, it's, I mean, there's a throat, the throat's uh, slash at the end. I mean, yeah, I know it's like the listener listening, thinking like, okay, well, what's the context here? I mean, they're really, it's just, yeah. I mean, we'll get it. We, we can talk about that when we get to the actual end reveal. But yeah, like the the violence. I mean, it's not a ton, but I mean, when it is done, like it is bloody, like it's effective. Yeah, I guess. so. But I mean, we can kind of get into like the conclusion of the film. Where yeah, because like, well, I mean, because the the context of the kills themselves are just that. I mean, it's just a, yeah, you know, brainwashed people murdering. I wish there was more to talk about with that. But yeah, really so they're isn't. brainwashed and they're murdering these people, and you kind of don't know why until the very end when you find out that. Um, well, you know that Peter's mom, John's wife, died, like when he was young. Yes. And she was working for this doctor who has the projections and does the lectures and was doing, you know, started doing the experiments before he died. So, um, um, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Sorry, I think someone just spoiled the end game for me. I'm pissed about it. Oh, on Reddit, don't be, shouldn't have, don't be looking at your phone like that. I know. I shouldn't have done that. I was posting. I was doing marketing. But um, um okay. Anyways, I think um, he, oh yeah, his mom. His mom died. Um, you know that she was working for the doctor. You get like the whole backstory, and also we find out that um, well, you we hear the story from John's like. I guess it's his girlfriend. I didn't pick up it. That was his girlfriend at the time. Yes. The older lady. 
Yeah, well, because you didn't. You say she was like a, like a housemate or something like that. Yeah, I, I mean, thought she was just like I thought they were just like kind of roommates or like flatmate or like upper more lower stuff going on there. Roommate people, but I guess it was actually John's girlfriend. But she kind of tells the story of how um, Peter's mom really died with the um, working for the doctor. And how she probably was getting experimented on, you come to find out, too, because she just kind of died really young suddenly one day. And then, um, also at this point, you know, Peter's been going to the sessions and has been injected with shit and all this. So, he's now programmed to kill his dad. Because, as we find out, the doctor is still alive. He's been in a mask. For what do they say, like three years or five years? Or mm, I like think that. three, something like that. So he's been he's been like in a he, he's been like doing his experiments still, actually as himself. You, you come, that's like kind of the big reveal. Yeah, and um, from that, like he uh, he's um, oh, help me out here. He's like. What are you trying to say exactly? I'm trying to say like the um like how he's uh I don't know. He's been there the whole time, is that what you're trying to say? Like Yeah, but he's like but he's been like trying to like erase like parts of the small town. I don't know, it's I don't know what I'm trying to say. But yeah, he's been trying to kill like his associates like mm-hmm. children. Yes. Stuff. Um but yeah. Yeah, I mean, then he brain, you know, uh, his name Peter. Peter has been brainwashed. He says, "Hey, kill your dad!" And uh, after the big reveal, kill your dad. And then Peter's like, "You, you, you think he's about to stab his dad?" Gets closer and closer, then plants the knife right in the uh, the doctor's uh, neck and kills him. Which was weird. Nothing because super exciting I, or groundbreaking. I was kind of thinking because when he said because he's programmed to ki- I was I don't know I was I thought for a minute maybe like when he said kill your father and then he killed oh, yeah. the doctor I was like wait a minute is the doctor really his father I don't something? think I don't think it's that it's not that deep I don't know I though it's I just uh, I, it's I think that I don't think that it's that deep but I mean it was one of those things where it's like maybe since it's like experiment experiment uh, and doctor kind of like Frankenstein, Frankenstein monster, you know, who sure. created, you know, I don't know. I, I think it's, I don't think it's that deep simply enough. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think that this movie is a little smarter than it leads on, but I, yeah, I don't know if it's that. I don't think it is. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. I, you might be right. Maybe it's me. Maybe, you know, it's Bill Condon being smarter than the average, you know, uh, shitty horror movie writer but I, no, I mean i definitely think it is i mean moral of this whole movie is i would say this is probably it's probably one of the more interesting slashes i've ever seen huh. i will say that because it's very i guess it's not as straightforward as like a slasher like yeah hey, he's murdering people we need, we need to kill him so i guess yeah. that makes sense although i guess it, that, don't ask me to provide uh, examples was I can't, but I just feel like the where we're, you're brainwashed to kill people has been done a million times. Yeah, Again, but I mean, don't I ask just, me to provide examples because I can't back up my own claim. But no, I, just I think mean, it has. I mean, but it's like I don't know. It was done in like 
I, I don't know. There's something like there's a weird part of this movie that I feel like is more intriguing and like it does really remind me and I think that's partially why I like it because I think it really does remind me a lot of like the 70s horror movies that I really love. Like what? Like it reminds me just of like like there's a movie like Phase 4 where it's just kind of like these like experiments gone wrong. Um you know, it kind of reminds me of like almost not it's not a 70s movie but it almost kind of reminds me of like reanimator i don't know like there's something just about like the scientist like there's like that sci-fi horror where it's not alien sci-fi you know what i'm talking about sure where it's like medical sci-fi yeah or something I, i don't know it's just like a weird kind of that type of horror movie that i really like but but I don't know. I mean, it's like what. So what? What was your gripes with it, other than the production? Really, I, I guess I just am not. I'm, I'm not enthralled by. I was brainwashed, so I'm murdering people now. Yeah. Um. You know, tests and. I mean, nah, it's as simple as that. I just think that's been done before. Again, not that I can back up my own claim, but I just feel like I've seen that before. To the yeah, point where I mean, I'm not no, it's definitely been it. done. But I mean, I don't. I just think that to this to to this extent to essentially be a horror thriller because like it almost feels i don't know does this label itself as a slasher because i want to say that i wish the kills were more inventive but if it doesn't like because that's obviously the kind of a hallmark of the slasher genre so if this doesn't really call if this isn't trying to be a quote-unquote slasher then i guess you don't really need you know you don't need these kills to be these crazy i don't think it was i think it was for some reason put in the slasher category by shutter i wouldn't I don't even think this was intended to be a slasher. No, nor, nor do I think it tries to be. I agree. I don't. Think I don't it's, really uh... think it's particularly a horror movie. I think it's like a. Um, I think it's just like eh, I, I think it's I, like a, a thriller, sci-fi, sci-fi thriller. But I mean, it's not exactly like super slow concept sci-fi. But it's just one of those things too. Like you kind of have to go back and watch some of like you kind of have to like some of the other. Um, those like Australian indie movies of the time, like I don't know, there's just like an intangible feel about them. Mm-hmm. How like bizarre they are, and how like they don't make sense. But it's I don't know, it's very hard to describe. Like there's a few other movies like Long Weekend, um, Patrick. I know I was telling you about yes, which is similar. Long Weekend is like a a nature horror movie that's like super surreal. I don't know. There's just like I'm sure that there's somebody out there who's like knows more about these Australian indie horror exploitation movies, but there is like a weird feel. Even like Mad Max has like this kind of surrealness to it. Well, Mad Mad Max has an incredibly well established world that it does. It's a fantastic job on it, especially you know giving the rules of that world and exploring it. Um, you know, that yeah. most movies can't do, which is why Mad Max, you know, is a kind of beloved franchise. Like, right. But you know what I mean? Like, like that, that kind of, that, that's the same era and it's the same type of film makers who are making this. I don't know. It's just kind of really, it's hard. There's like an intangible that I can't really put my finger on that these, all these movies kind of have like a similar, just like, just bizarre feel. Not really surreal, but more just like, 
I don't know, something kind of like weirdly unsettling about them, but not almost like a melancholy kind of weirdness, if that makes sense. No, I guess it makes sense. I don't know. Like, I guess like, cause I've seen a, I, I, I've seen a bunch of them and I kind of, maybe you, maybe that's why I have a different perspective of this movie. Cause I kind of know what the filmmaking style of the time was. And it does fit very much into that. So I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's a, a cult movie only with fucking, weirdos who've seen that type of movie i don't really know yeah i guess that's my question is like is it that or is it just not a very great movie <laughs> i don't i don't you know i guess you know you you obviously liked it a lot more than i did um yeah i called it mid-level i guess i'm gonna call it lower lower level not like a night to dismember level or god forbid audition level holy shit but no i would put it with tear train though i think it took this i i would it took it was like an interesting type twist I guess for me, with like with what you Blade Jobs taste, I, at least Terror Train had some interesting kills. Yeah, um, I know that. I guess you know, like you've established, and I agree. I don't think this is really trying to go for like crazy inventive kills. You know, I think it's more no. focused on the sci-fi aspect and the you know the brainwashing aspect rather than the actual. No, this movie totally but... got us with like classic video store tactics. Yeah. With like the gory, super gory thumbnail. Well, for me, well that too, but also it was just it was the only one in the list that I really hadn't heard of. I mean, everything yeah. else, I'm not going to watch like Halloween, you know, or right. Sleepaway Camp. Those are just too, you know, that's not Blade Job. So, right. So I mean, but that was uh, I don't know. I would recommend the movie. I think that it. I would recommend it to somebody who is looking for like kind of more like of a slow burn sci fi. Maybe they really like seventies horror cinema, mm-hmm. and they're looking to like maybe see if anything kind of like that existed in the eighties. I'd say it's similar to that. I recommend whether it's intentional or not. I think right. it doesn't. Yeah. Really, I think it's kind of that's my the question point, this know? whole time is like, was everything in this in this movie intentional or not? I don't know. I guess um, I come from the camp though, where it's like, does it matter? Which is absolutely fair. You know, I, I don't know. know. You, you could be right. You know. Because sometimes you could have a movie that's made 10 years after the fact that just fits with that era, but it's just, I don't, I think sometimes those are better movies, mm-hmm. whether it's intentional or not. I recommend it only because if you're interested in like Bill, you know, early, really early Bill Condon work, you know, maybe, maybe yeah. you're a Chicago fan or maybe you're a fan of Beauty of the Beast or and I know, mean, and I think his the career. Script, the script is interesting. I wouldn't consider Bill Condon like a adapt filmmaker i think he's kind of like a chameleon in the sense of like he doesn't really have a style i mean this is just you no. know i'm i'm going off of him directing and everything if you look at his list i uh, i mostly named off it's like none of that is even remotely similar they're all but he very didn't different direct this he just wrote no, it. he wrote it but yeah, yeah. I mean, same idea but i mean that. i don't know i mean it's and it's interesting in that it's there's probably nothing else really i would i would say there's not much else like it yeah there's brainwash movies yes there's sci-fi horror thriller movies no i'll give you that that i mean but it's if you mix them together it's unique sure it's a unique movie that i don't think has really totally been replicated since and to this extent and i don't know it it's not bad. unique and i don't think it's unique but i definitely think it's a bit different if you're only if you've only been looking at like movies that are only slashers generic yeah. slashers or generic sci-fi i think that because it marries the two together it's a nice way to mix it up yeah i think so that's, i've been watching a one. lot of slashers lately if you've been watching a lot of you know there's there's a ton and i mean for that time for this to come out i don't i i kind of doubt that this did well 
because it was oh, such a God. departure do, from do any this. of these movies do well i mean yeah, i mean I, this was right in the slasher boom though I'm trying to think of like the movie like the, i'm trying to think of like the movie that we've seen that's like the highest grossing i want to say audition which we'd probably nightmare. that's a lot of disappointed people I maybe imagine. blood rage maybe maybe um yeah. maybe slime city I don't know. I think I don't Audition's the only one that's like an established filmmaker to an extent with Takashi Miike. Yeah, and that's just and and that would I mean that movie I I mean I get why it's I mean, I, I don't get it. I mean I don't I, even know if I get why it's beloved. No, I don't. You know, I try to, but I don't. That's kind of the bar now. Is 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 this movie better than Audition? I feel like by default they are. I mean, good lord, man! <laughs> is is Night to Dismember better than Audition? No, I guess my th- with Audition, I just am I that desensitized where I see that and I'm like, this is what people think are dis- are so disturbing. This this fucking last ten minutes of this movie, this two hour plus long movie, this is what people find disturbing. Yeah, go listen to our Audition episode if you really want to hear us rant about it. If you want to hear a couple of grown men bitching about a movie, an awful movie, which you should, which is yeah. Great. When I say grown men, I don't know if I would consider us grown men. (laughs) Yeah, men. I guess legally, sure, but not mentally. Yeah, go listen to us bitch about Audition. Um, I think at one point I say it's worse than Night to Dismember. Yeah. And I I actually truly believe that. I like how every episode we have eventually ends with us just trashing Audition. As it should, as we should. Yeah. And I'm going to keep doing that. Um, I think we can wrap that up. Yeah. In half. But um, yeah, I mean... I'm going to pull this up on the... TV. Interesting movie. Go check it out. It's on Shudder. It's pretty short. And if you're if you're on Reddit, don't message people with spoilers to Endgame like I just did. That's not fun to me. Yeah. What are you doing th- on Reddit right now? I Get think the dude there. saw me commenting about it, and I think he just was like, I'm going to ruin Which, I'm not as bothered as I should be, because it's like, how do I even know this is actually a spoiler? But it's just annoying to me. It's like... Because they, they, they keep posting these, like, please don't spoil the movie. And I'm like, these lunatics get off with doing this. They're not going to be like, oh, maybe he's right. It's such a pointless endeavor to, like, please don't spoil it. These people, these lunatics get off at spoiling this shit for people. They're not going to read this and then stop, so whatever. Well, that's why you just right, don't, don't use Reddit. Reddit's, like, <laughs> the worst. Eric it? Marshick, if I could just give up Reddit, I would have done it years, it, six years isn't ago. Isn't Reddit bad now? Isn't It has always been shitty. It's, okay. I've always been a slave to it. And I wish I'd never found it, but I, I did, and it's been, you know, that's it. That's it for me. It sucks. Anyway, I'm going to cast this biatch. Like, I, like wrestling Reddit is, like, one of the worst things I've ever seen. There are a lot of worst things I've ever seen on Reddit, so. <laughs> All right. So that's it. Rap, uh, you know, let's uh, dive into this, some wrestling here now. Okay, so before we get into this, um, we're gonna po- I'll post the YouTube video in the show notes. So, 420, smoking weed. Blaze it, as they... Um, So, Rob Van Dam, Sabu, two of Michigan's own. Uh, I don't know where... I think think Rob Van Dam's from, like, Battle Creek. Do you know where that is? Is that over by, like, where you went to school? Battle Creek is, like, is more south-ish west. It's, I think oh. it's beneath Grand Rapids. Okay. Well, that's it's where Rob Van Dam's from. It's the home of Serial City Kellogg, baby. Oh, okay. And Sabu, no, uh, legend, Detroit area legend. I think he's from fucking further up north. I don't really know exactly. Uh, nephew of the original Sheik who ran wrestling in Detroit. I don't know. Old school guys. Um 
This they, is, so this is called the ECW Sabu versus Rob Van Dam a stretcher match. Yeah, so this is a stretcher match. Which, I mean, you have to. I believe you have to put your <laughs> opponent on a stretcher. They're gonna wheel them out. <laughs> You're gonna. They're gonna get in an ambulance. So, anyways, okay. there's right. a lot of stoners in wrestling. But I mean, if you ask any wrestling fan who's the biggest stoner in wrestling, it's Rob Van Dam. <laughs> he's kind of like, um, as you'll see. I mean, he's like ponytailed kicks kind of does almost like a Jean-Claude Van Damme gimmick, if you know what I mean. Sure. And then Sabu's just like um kind of like Arab chic guy, I guess. Arab chic guy. Sure. But um both insane potheads. Um there's a famous photo I think from this time of them and the referee in this match Bill Alfonso on the cover of High Times. Oh. So confirmed. Um, no, that's definitely confirmed. confirmed. That's confirmed. And I mean and Robbie and Dam has ne- never been shy about talking about it. Um you know, there's a bunch of other, you know, classic stoners. I mean, one of the most famous ones, HH brother, mm. Hulk Hogan, brother. Um I mean, I I think you'd be hard pressed to find like a wrestler who didn't smoke weed a lot. I don't know why I never thought about that until now. Because I mean, it's like I don't know. I mean, ECW too. I mean, in interviews, um, Eric Bischoff of WCW has talked about how Two Cold Scorpio, who is an ECW and WCW guy, um, he's said he's gone on record to say that uh, Two Cold smoked the most weed. Um, I don't know. I'm sure that there could be like a battle between Rob Van Dam and Scorpio to see who could smoke more weed and still put on a wrestling match. They could make a show out of that. They could yeah. make so they can bring in people in because of money for that. Yeah. So um, oh, before you get in there, what give me what year? What what give me an idea of the what time period? Uh, I believe here. this is like '96 or not. Okay. Uh, this is probably like '96 or '97. Ooh, that is prime Beanie Baby time. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, you man. like to use the Beanie Babies as like a time reference, as if uh, yeah. people know what that means. I don't. E- I don't even know what Beanie like. I'm sorry that you didn't have a good childhood then. I mean, no, Beanie I, Babies can be damn well. They can be used as a good time time indicator. 96, 97, 98, 99, that was like, that was like peak Beanie Baby. Then it all uh, fell down, so. They're only a couple year kind of phenomenon? No, I mean, they're, no, they're still, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not prepared to say they're still big, but, yeah. But yeah, so I think it's 96 or 97, I I don't know off the top of my head, and the info of the clip doesn't have it, (laughs) but anyways, the video kind of doesn't, the video starts midway through. Um, I think it's like a twenty-minute match. It kind of starts so, with the no, ten-minute mark. The video, this video is like eleven minutes. So. Yeah, so it's like halfway through the match. But um, you can go ahead and play it whenever you're ready. Are you ready for this though? Yeah, I'm ready. Like, look at what Sabu's doing here. So right off the bat, we got a nice freaking backflip. Uh, yeah. What do you want to call that? Like, like a leg slam. Sure. All right. You know, you know who's who's here, kind of. Mm, Sabu is in the orange. Sabu is in the orange. Rob Van Dam's in the purple, like full singlet kind of. Love it. Real, real old school. Um, actually, I don't classic. know if Bill Alfonso is actually roughing this, but either way, I know I said he was on high times, but it's not Bill Alfonso. But yeah, so these guys are kind of like best friends, I guess, like oh. in real life. Um, Dude, they always try to shed a single tear as they fight. Like, I'm so sorry for this. <laughs> no, that's kind of like how wrestling works, though. Like, I feel like all the best matches you put on with your best friends, you know? Sure. Because it's like you're just fake fighting your best friends. Yeah. 
So Sab- my paper. Sabu and Rob Van Dam still wrestle to this day. Okay, here's Sabu. Oh. Okay, so there's some sort of uh, like aerial acrobatic line. aerial clothesline. It's a good term for it. Yeah. Very nice. Worked out pretty well for both of them. So both these guys still wrestle today. Huh. Um, Rob Van Dam's still doing great. Sabu is Sabu's doing great too, but um, you know he's he's definitely kind of done more of like the indie stuff and um. You can find some of Sabu's. Oh, RVD's on the stretcher. It's I don't already know. on the stretcher. That doesn't make any sense. So to me. yeah, I don't know exactly what. Maybe you have to push him into the ambulance. Actually, that seems like a lot of work. I mean, yeah. Well, we're gonna watch another um, like ambulance match next week. Okay. For woo Sabu doing a backflip off of the the ring uh, onto the stretcher didn't seem to do a whole lot, but yeah. In fact, I feel like it did more for himself. Yeah, I think he like literally hit his shin right on that guardrail super yeah, hard. Well, and they're bringing out another stretcher now because Sebu might actually be hurt. <laughs> this, is, this is the real. This is the real deal, guys. <laughs> this, this is, is the real is one. Where... Make way for the actual EMTs. Yikes! Well, you know, you but, gotta but make yeah, sure you know where so your legs these are. These guys are still doing it. Sabu's uh, Sabu's still around, still doing stuff, still smoking, still smoking. Um, so yeah, I don't know if you you ever um, watch or you know about the sh- the channel Viceland. Oh uh, yes. So Action Bronson had a TV show on there where he like would just get really high and watch like um, Ancient Aliens from History Channel. That sounds like a cliched stoner activity. Yeah, and he had an episode where he had Rob Van Dam and Sabu on. Oh. And they just smoked a bunch of weed. I feel like real stoners know that you need to watch. You need to smoke and watch Triple D. That's what I would do. No, that's gonna make you way too hungry. Well, get the food, then watch Triple D. Order a pizza. Oh. I wish I could do that right now. Actually, and pretend really it's like the glorious pizza that they're cooking on the right. show, or most likely Southern Comfort food. That seems to be your like barbecue. That's kind of is. That's kind of my my guy's uh, forte. I like to watch pleasure. westerns sometimes. Westerns, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because they're just... Did you ever see The Proposition? Aussie movie? What? The Proposition? Mm-mm. That's a good one. That's a uh, John Hillcote. What? Is it old? 2011? That's not that old. 2009? Like, I like to watch, like, old-ass westerns. Right, like The Searchers and that kind of thing. Like, yeah. HUD and shit, <laughs> yeah. for sure. I've seen The Searchers. It was good. That's John Ford. Okay, so they're both off the stretchers. They were They were kind of, like, about to be stretchered out. Which is um, kind of a normal for wrestling. It's like you just want to get him, and then yeah. uh, maybe not. So, so also this classic. This um, the chair out, chair missed. Oh, nice kick right to the face. back kick like a horse right into the chair. Rob Van Dam backflip moonsault. Yeah, didn't work out too well. Eh. I don't know. That's pretty crazy though to jump on that guardrail like that. Yeah, I mean I couldn't do it. So that's <laughs> better. You know, automatically yeah. pretty badass. I can, then again, I can't do a lot of things. Most things, actually. So, Yeah, so Rob Van Dam would go on. Well, they both technically would go on to WWE. I was um, going to ask if they were like exclusive to ECW no, always. Or Rob, a, Van Dam, uh, Rob Van Dam is... Um, I have heard that name before. Maybe one of the like more underrated guys ever. Because he's like not that big. You can't really tell. But you know, he's maybe like Yeah, he's my like three height, pixels in this video. So. You know? Yeah. Like, he's maybe like... He's welterweight. Yeah, like he's not that big. And um, chair out, chair throw, chair, chair hit. 
So like he was one of the first guys. him and like Chris Jericho are some of the early like small guys to get like pushes. Okay. In like WWE. Um Is this Shabu? Sabu? Sabu, okay. I'm Sabu like, I'm like Shamu? Like no. The freaking whale? Okay. Sabu. Sabu didn't Sabu was around, but you know, he kinda like Sabu I, has the chair again. I think he kinda has a reputation for maybe being I don't know if he's hard to deal with, but he kinda just does his own thing. You know what I mean? I don't get why people are just act oh. like they're hard to Sabu's got oh her Karana there. Yay. Sabu would seem to do it what would you call that? A corkscrew uh, leg. Her throw? Oh, there's an actual name for it. Okay. Yeah. Damn it. Well, it almost connected, almost made almost made it, but it, it kinda lost him in the end there. Okay, this right here, just get ready for this. I'm ready. So Sebu was going it's the bounce ropes. off the it's ropes. The chair. Gets him for a DDT. Knocks him to the, to the table. Yeah. I feel like this is a good time to pull out the stretcher. I would think so. For Hoover. I don't know for whom, but they're both very much uh, incapacitated. But yeah, for next week's Cinco de Mayo show... I have a few. I don't know. I, I'm stuck between a few matches that we could cover. Some lucha shit. Mm. That's that's bloody. I find like a lucha movie. And I got so, a lucha movie. Oh shit! All right. I got a lucha movie. Already, already that's gory. Okay. And I got it. I have two lucha matches. And you know, maybe we'll have a single. Maybe we'll make some margs and we'll watch them both. I got marg shit here. We can make a marg anytime you want, buddy. All right. I got the pre mix. It's it's light sugar though. So look at because I'm an idiot. And my we parents can, get we it can me, add so. some. Damn right, I got sugar. I got sugar. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I got some good shit. So both of them, um, to go back to this for a minute, just yeah, for a course. second, are on the stretchers. They're um, you know, not a whole lot to update on. That's why I'm yeah. Know. So I guess I'm kind of confused at the stipulation here, where it's like they're being wheeled out by like paramedics. Do they need to like leave the premises? For yeah, the I don't lose? know. I should have watched this full match. Before Either way, Sebu was not leaving anytime soon. Clearly, no. they, and RVD just like. Uh, just Sabu like was, missile, missile yeah. kicked him there. Sabu was injured. He's not doing hot. No, doesn't matter now because now he's back in the ring, thrown by. But uh, I mean, like we've Rob, watched so. ECW before. Yeah, it's like the fucking punk rock of wrestling. Like this is like, it's really like a crazy. It's like the most violent type of shit that you could really see at the time. I'm not seeing it now. I'm just seeing a lot of chair throwing. Which yeah. I guess that chair looks like it hurts like a bitch. So yeah, I don't want that chair. I mean, like that. Like me. look at that. Like that's just getting hit in the head with a steel chair. Yeah, I guess you can't fake that, can you? Not particularly. That chair is not pumice. It's you not can, like you can fake spelt, these punches. You, know? um, you can fake that hurricanra. You know, I always knew. I, I always thought that like wrestling. I mean, but a lot of this stuff, of course, is really hard. You can't fake. You know, like being you know, mm-hmm. leg dropped and shit. It's hard to get. Hard to fake a lot of this stuff. You know. No, of course. A lot of it's just have these these sweaty men having hard bodies that can take it. I mean, it's like for my you pleasure. Can fa- like you're, it's like really the only thing that's probably truly faked is like the, f- the punches. punches, man. That's why I'm so I'm so bored by them already. Like this right here, yeah, you, like a nice pile that? driver attempt. How do you fake that? A you're lot still of getting stuff. dropped on your shoulders. Yeah, no, you're right. It's about the, it's a lot you of know. this the hard bodies, man. I'm telling yeah. you. I wish I had a harder body, but I don't. I, like, I would love a hard body, but I don't want to work for it. So, well, Sabu and like Rob Van Dam don't have like. I wouldn't say they're like they're strong, but they probably get the munchies and stuff. All I'm saying is that if that happened to me, I'd be, I'd be bruised and, and sore for about three years. So, oh yeah, it would be a nightmare. Well, why be, do you think be... they smoke so much weed? True. 
you know? Well, if that was the case, then every single wrestler would be a big stoner. Well... Is stoner still a cool phrase in 2019? Stoner? Or is it just, like, a person who smokes a lot now? I don't need to... I feel like stoner is, like... It's like the word munchies. I feel like it's, like, babies. Like, if, if like people who don't ever smoke would ever use the phrase munchies. But I feel like actual hardcore stoners don't actually use the phrase munchies. You know? Probably. I don't really know. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not ingrained in that culture. So what the hell do I no, know? No, I, I feel like that, like, I, I feel like you can, I don't know. No, I feel like stoner is not really, like. It's still in the game? I don't know. I feel like you can use it to describe, like, an older generation of smoker, heavy smokers. Okay. Well, that would just be a hippie, I feel like. Uh, like, older like Cheech is... and Chong are stoners. Yeah. Rob Van Dam is maybe the well, last Well, Cheech and Chong are like, they're, they've, they've had a whole persona for decades of a stoner, you know? Yeah. Listen, if you're listening to this, and I hope somebody out there is, uh, hit us up on Twitter and let me know if it's still cool or Woo. not. I don't know. So Rob did a backflip off of the corner of the ring onto a stretcher. Not really sure what the point of that was. He missed Sabu. Yeah. So, I mean, Sabu by a pretty somehow... considerable distance. So I don't know where Sabu went. Kind of fucked himself but up there. But he, uh, he got out of there. And he just, like, hit that stretcher hard. Yeah, he hit the corner of the stretcher. Like, it was not a good. And now he's being hoisted up onto the onto the gurney. Uh, gurney, stretcher, you know, whatever. Interchangeable. And he's being They're, wheeled out. Uh, he's being wheeled out now. Out. So, he's being wheeled out out through the, you know, the, the corral. Through the crowd, through the curtain. I'm assuming he's going to... Is that it? I, is it? Oh, Where's I guess Sabu? this video was only 11 minutes long. So, maybe... Uh, oh, no. This match is over, dude. That's it. Did he just fuck himself up by don't by yeah pile by driving that, his dumbass into the? Over. And Sabu has one. So I guess it was whoever like can whoever gets put on the stretcher and then can't get up out of it. So it's almost like a last man standing match. It basically is just with more that's, dramatics that's and more flair. But um, you know, I think you could, it's safe to assume that these guys were both pretty high for this match. I'll tell you what, though. You're right, though. I like the flips. I'm a flip guy. This is a lot of... I mean, I'm Sabu and, and Rob Van Dam are, like, OG flippers. I'm satisfied. Except, like, outside of, like, Japanese guys and luchador guys. Ooh, that tape distortion at the end of that. That's it. But, um... Big Show versus Sabu Worm. But, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I think... Just kind of a little preview for the next Cinco de Mayo show... A little treat for all you people are going to be celebrating. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I have a couple matches in mind. Extremely bloody. We could talk about which ones we want, but... I like the um, element of surprise. It's going to be good. And the movie's going to be good. It's gory. Well, here's my from question. from the 60s. Here's my it's question. It's a luchador movie. See, in my, in my head, I think of 60s and gory. It's like an oxymoron. I just feel like with like 60s was, I mean, Jesus Christ. You look at 1960 with Psycho, there's like almost no blood and people are passing on the theater. Okay, like, I mean, like, it's, it's I'm a, okay, you have to put yourself in the time period, I guess, then. There's, there's, there's like. So it's gory for the time. It's gory for the time. Got it. Okay. All right, well, let's. I'm going to say it's gory for the time. How are we watching it? That's my question. I have it. What do you mean you? I have will it? have it. What do you? What do you time. mean you have it? I'll rephrase. What is the quality like of this of this copy? Oh, there's good copies. There's good quality of it. Okay. Don't you worry your little head. Okay. But yeah, it used to. The movie used to be on Prime back when I first saw. See, it. I wish it was still on Prime. It might still be out. That's how. That's how real movie watchers do it. They stream it on Prime. But 
Um, on that note, man, people are all about Netflix. And I'm telling you, Amazon Prime, Hulu, they got better stuff than Netflix. Yeah. I'm not I don't know. joking. I'm kind of excited for Stranger Things. I watched the first season and have never had any interest in going back to finish it up. Oh, I that's like just, that. That's me personally. I need to finish um, Haunting of Hill House still. Yeah, it sounds like you're just a Netflix hater. And um, you're just kind of weirdly protesting. No, because content. I did like all their Ted Bundy content recently. Oh, I watched I the watched. shit out of that. That's good stuff. I will need stuff to binge. Send me things to binge once my internet comes back. I got one. Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Hulu. Yeah, I don't, I don't have... Well, I guess I do have Hulu. It comes with my Spotify. Ugh, the ads die. Ugh, pass. What, you just said to watch it on Hulu. I know. Well, I, that was before I knew we had ads, so... Oh. I pay for the no ads, and I will never stop. That's just that's one thing I'll like. I'll, I'll pay for the no ads. Ooh. The only thing I've really quality. watched on Hulu was I binged King of the Hill, and that was fabulous. I'll do that eventually in my life. No, I won't. I don't know why I'm lying to you right now. I'm never. No, you that. will, because it's a great show about, me, especially from being from the Midwest. All of true. the uh, even though it takes place in Texas, I feel right. like there's a lot of Midwestern mannerisms that carry through to small town Texas. And I do like propane, so yeah. I guess my thing is like I mean part I'm 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 a walking contradiction because I'm like I'm like oh well there's just a lot to catch up on but I just binged all of Brooklyn Nine Nine like six seasons in like you know, two weeks so obviously I'm wrong I'm lying to myself. Well, I'll be back. I'll be back to the binge. I'll be back to I've been I've been watching a lot of wrestling. I didn't like didn't even know what to like pick for this week because I was like not my wrestling brain was like turned off for like twenty days. It's been a nightmare. Well, I'm glad to have you back, buddy. Yeah, I'm, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be in full form for the next episode. I know and I was I'll, like tripping over my words tonight. Yeah, I was forgetting it's late. shit. It's late too. I gotta go to bed soon. Yeah, and I miss. I'm, I'm, I'm in a funk because I'm people trying to spoil Endgame for me. I don't. Yeah, it pisses why are you me looking off. At, we'll talk about that after the show. Well, next next time we're next episode, I'll talk about how amazing Endgame is and how pissed I am. I'm gonna give you exactly. T- Two uh two and a half minutes. That's plenty of time. A two and a half mi- a minute endgame rant. I only need one. I might take a piss break during it. That's fine. Okay. I'll, I'll let, I ain't let talking the audience to you anyway. know I ain't talking the to you exact anyway. times to Sounds fast good. forward if they don't want Bullshit. it spoiled. Bullshit. Well, that's fine. Well, okay, first of all, you ready to say how much fucking money that movie makes? The people listening are gonna be caring about endgame too. Because everybody cares about endgame at this point. Just about everybody. I mean, I don't care, but like, yeah. I wish I was like you. I I wish I was, but I'm not. I'm a Marvel whore, so now I'm just like, no matter what inkling of information drops from any Marvel movie, I'm like, I'm gonna be suckling up out of like a a teat. Marvel, utter. Send the check for that Steve Carly endorsement. That'd be nice. Yeah, what the hell, man? That's a good. (laughs) That's a good idea. That's a good point. I know they can afford it. Good lord, especially after after three days, two days from now. I'll tell you. All right, let's get the hell out of here. Let's go to bed. Me alone, not with you here. Blade job. If you want to, I guess it's fine. Uh, you know, do yourself a favor. Go fucking. Smoke some shit to your. Well, dome. hold on. You, you, sh- you, what you should say is if it's legal perfect, in your state. Well, that too. Smoke. Off topic. We should talk about. You should mention the fact that we are one hundred percent five star podcast yeah. reviews. Shout out to the people who've been rating us. Shout out to the you two people who gave us five stars, sick. making us a five star podcast. Yeah. Let me tell you, perfect score all the way through. Yes, yeah, so I didn't realize. It. I mean, this is probably horrible for being a podcast host and like producer. I didn't realize. That, like, you can only rate on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. I don't have iPhone, so I don't use Apple. 
But yeah, if you have not to be a drone, Apple rate us. If you don't have Apple, just you know, well, this Spotify tell your friends about us. I don't know. Can you rate on Spotify? I guess I'm not entirely sure. Can't rate on Spotify or Stitcher. Jesus, no rating. So hell's the point, man. If you don't have a way to rate us, just tell your fucking weird friend who likes. Remember that kid you talked to like sometimes who's like probably likes dragons, like the dragons back in the day. Of course, he's not probably a big Game of Thrones fan, but. Well, no, don't talk to that kid, because he might not be a wrestling fan. Yeah, that's true. But talk to your fucking white trash wrestling friends. Find the nearest white trash kid you know, mm-hmm. or a pretentious film guy you know, and yeah. you might have a thing or yeah, two to send say. All, yeah, actually, send us to your pretentious film friends, who fucking love Audition. Yeah, I would like to try to behead them yeah. convincing that movie's not trash. I want to have one of them on the show, and explain, yeah. fu- explain themselves. Yeah, I would like to have someone say, this is why this movie's not trash, so I can say you are wrong. And yeah. then be like, why are you so, why, why that, is this violent yeah, to you? That movie is such an enigma because we kind of, I mean, no offense, but you know, you kind of have more pretentious tastes. I'm not, that's offend, a pre- I'm not offended that's at a all. pretentious that film. Is, that is a fact. And that's I a fact. have cult shit tastes. And I, so both of us found common ground in hating that film. Movie's absolutely <laughs> What does that trash. say about the film? I just don't know what to, I mean, am, am I desensitized too much or is that, uh, that's my main thing. I just, people, it, it, it just, it's boring. It's, it's boring. boring as shit, which I, I don't like to use the phrase boring to describe movies, but I was bored in tears about the movie. But then the last 10 minutes where everyone's like, ah, it's so violent. It's, I mean, it's not, bro. It's not. It's not. It's just not. And it pisses me off that that's like a universally lauded thing is this like disturbing masterpiece when it's... We might give... We might... We might have some redemption, though, and we might watch Itchy the Killer at some point. That I'm, I look forward to that, because at least that has, like, things... Like, that has body fluids other than blood, which is kind of cool. I mean, we know that there's other movies out there that... Uh, Mikkei? How do you say it? Takashi Mike. Mike. We know that Mike has other movies that are gory. We've all seen them. Most of them, in fact. I mean, but it's kind of uh, Audition, just... Yeah. And with that... I might watch it to help me fall asleep tonight, actually. Well, you get two minutes in. (laughs) Good Christ. All right. All right. Later, Blade. We love you very much. Good night. Strange Behavior. A movie of mystery, horror, and suspense. Clear and unnatural picture begins to form in my mind. They're going to strap me into some chair and pull out with my grace. Would you just wait a minute and listen to me? Two sessions, two days, a hundred bucks a day. Behavior is nothing more than the sum of the mechanical activities of our bodies. I was just wondering, are you doing anything tonight? Oh, he's dead. And the dead don't come back and take revenge. We've heard your views on our work in the past, Mr. Brady. Crap for somebody else. You got a list of people in the program. Now just relax, Pete. It'll be over in no time. It started all over again. Let me go! Pete, Let me go! Pete, what's wrong? I don't feel so Pete! Mr. Brady, I see you found your way. Pete, are you ready? The choice is yours, Mr. Brady. Either give him the gun or shoot him. The choice is yours, Mr. Brady. Oh, Jesus. What did you do to my kid? What did you do to my kid?